We now bring you an important announcement from David Zeller. David, Anna, what have you got for us? Anna's pregnant. Excellent. This has been an important announcement from David Zeller. Live from Fitzgerald's in St. Paul, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. Coach on the TV here. Have you seen? Uh, do you remember Coach the yes. television program? Yeah, Coach. Uh, I think we're, he I think looked like they just had like a kitchen mishap. Yeah, he looked like he got diarrhea. I think we're bearing bearing lead here. Like I have a kid coming. Oh, what's that? I have a, I have a kid coming. Oh, I thought we didn't bury that late. I thought yeah. that was literally the opening of the show. Yeah, but did you have more to talk about? I don't know. Just, you know. You know. Speaking of being covered in fecal matter, uh, you got a kid coming. That's true. I do have a kid coming. Yeah, I have a kid coming. And then you'll, uh, you know, so so the so the Patreon uh, people know this from like basically. Well, that's the benefit of being a, a month patron. and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. So you should uh, join the Patreon. Uh, yeah. It's patreon.com backslash Dave's. I know. Um, you know, he helps support us. You Ultrasound photos are gonna be dropped for Patreon subscribers. I may or may not actually put some Patreon. Uh, <laughs> make put some uh, uh, photos some in there. Terrible value. Um, yeah. Sorry. T- tell us about your kid. Not, I don't it's know. Not, it's, it's not it's a, a real it's a one. It's a kid. Yet. It has it has all the limbs. It has all the the fingers and the toes. Has a heart and a kidney. Do you know the uh, Do you know the the uh, sex of the no. child? No. A lot of people believe sex is a, believe it's a genetic uh, type of information you know it's not yeah. like a belief that uh sex is more of a continuum than a binary sort of thing uh, that's true yeah which is bullshit all, obviously all, i mean all i care about is that my kid is left-footed so i'm gonna just make sure that my kid is left-footed that's all i care about i don't really care boy girl whatever the fuck i don't care left-footed is the only thing i care about so i'm just gonna keep why kicking oh because that's that's how you make some money man so you make some- being left-footed Kicking ass with a left, or foot. you know, left-handed. I again, like I, I was a baseball player growing up, so being um, a lefty. I'm, oh yeah, yeah. yeah throw That's throw huge. the ball. Like I'm never going to throw a ball with my right hand ever again. I'm I'm getting myself geared up by throwing baseballs left-handed. Um, if you want to practice playing catch with me in my backyard to gear up for fatherhood, I can do that. Sure. Okay. We 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 may do that. Uh, so this kid's gonna be left-handed or and left-footed. And that's it. That's all I'm going to teach them. I'm never going to use my that's, right hand. That's not going to show up again. That's not going to show up on the ultrasound. Again. Yeah. No, it's fine. Whatever. Um, but I'm never going to use my right hand ever again mm. with this kid. Like I'm only going to use left hand. So like, if you ever I, need anything from me again, it's going <laughs> to probably be very, very uh, okay. squiggly because you're going to have to reach over hand. the mic now because he would sit to the left of me. I type. I type right-handed, so it'd be very tough for me to switch. I use both my hands. Let's talk. Uh, what's that? I, I don't know. I use both my hands to type. So okay, well, let's uh, let's talk about uh, some soccer. So we got we got a little bit of a different layout today than we usually do, which it feels like we haven't been together for a very long time. It's so. been a while. It's been uh, over been a while. That was a song from yeah. the the two thousand. 
Um, so instead of recapping a game that just happened, because the game hasn't happened for a very long time. We haven't had a game in a long time. Which is, which is probably a net benefit yeah. for us emotionally as well Honestly, as for them physically. Yeah. But um, So we actually do have two games coming up before the next time we record. So instead of giving you a look back and a look forward, we're going to give you two looks forward. It's like a Dr. Frank type of situation here. So... Uh, are you ready to look forward? Yeah, but 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 before we look forward, um, let's talk about Liverpool. They're grand. Yeah, I mean, so if you're if you are a new listener of the podcast, uh, David, Dave, we are both Liverpool fans. We are, yeah, we are Liverpool fans uh, through and through. Um, they're Remember the Beatles? Four. Yeah, they're from Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul that McCartney is a Liverpool fan. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I don't know. <laughs> okay. John, uh, John Lennon is not. John Lennon is no. He he's no. not. He's dead. So no, he'd be a New York City. FC there you go. Fan. Um, John Lennon is not a Liverpool fan, and he is dead. So yeah. there you go. That's a good point. Anyways, um, they're four and zero and all. Yeah. Well, four and zero. They've played some games on the road as well as at home, but they're top yeah. of the league. They've only given up one goal. Uh, That's the biggest surprise. I think that has always exactly. been the Achilles' heel: yeah. is your ability against the absolutely most undeserving opponent to yield the most ridiculous goals. And, and finally, I'm looking at, uh, you know, obviously we made a huge defensive signing last year. The fullbacks look world class right now. Yeah, it's the, insane. And the goal they gave up was was a, was, was Allison. It was a soft trying yeah. to our, our big money, to big money goalkeeper. Yeah, trying to Cruyff turn. Uh, a uh, 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 crystal. Look, Pal- I've, I've seen yeah. two goalkeepers try to try to Cruyff an oncoming attacker in my life. <laughs> One was Nick Ramondo last year against uh, Christian Ramirez. You remember and, that? <laughs> yes, that was and not the, good. And Allison. Same with Allison. So, yeah, kids, if you're yep. if you don't do that, please, don't do drugs yeah, and don't, don't Cruyff a strike. Well, no, do drugs, please do drugs, kids. Uh, uh, that's a but sin. do not do not Cruyff turn. Crushing a striker. Try to crush turn striker. Is there other stuff you want to say about Liverpool? Yeah, no. Doing so, well? so uh, we are Liverpool fans, right? So uh, I know. Let's, can we talk about the Champions League draw a little bit before we get oh, into these? Yeah, uh, yeah, we can talk about that thing. briefly. So uh, Liverpool obviously was drawed, drawn in Group C with PSG, yeah. Napoli, and Red Star Belgrade. Um, only two teams uh, in that group have ever won uh, the European Championship. They are not PSG or Napoli. So, what are your thoughts on uh, on uh, the this group? And and you know, can we can Liverpool? I mean, Liverpool should get through, right? I mean, honestly, the, right? Liverpool they are world, cl- world class at this point. Um, you know, there was a time, and it wasn't that long ago, even a couple of years ago, when we'd say, "Man, if we get anything out of it, it'd be it'd be great." But they made the finals last year. Now they look like they've put all the pieces together. There's no team that I'd say they shouldn't advance against, even in some group of death situation. PSG. Still a formidable opponent. Napoli, probably going to fly under too many people's radar, but remember what Napoli did in Serie A last year. So um, it's a tough group. It's not the toughest, but it's a tough group. I don't, I, I'm not going to be a douchebag. I don't know enough about Red Star Belgrade to, to say much about them, but those other two teams can give us a run for the money, but there's still no reason that we shouldn't go past them. I think we win this group. I think we beat I think we PSG. Should. We're more uh, well-rounded than PSG. Yeah. You know, PSG has a couple of obvious talents think, here. Like, Jesus Christ. Though. I mean, honestly, I, th- I think Napoli has, like, the biggest, like, uh, issue with this group. Because Liverpool should not have been in the third pod, which is where is why they ended up in this group. Because they were in the third pod. They definitely should not have been there as Champions League finalists last year. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think PSG is as good as they... 
like to think they are. So they're not they're not well rounded enough. Yeah, and they look really good because they play against French opposition yeah, all the time. Exactly, which is. I mean, the, the disparity between the top couple of teams there and everything else. That's what pisses me off when people say that, like, American soccer doesn't make it or hasn't made it or it sucks. They're always comparing our team, say, any could any given team beat Manchester United on any given weekend, which is the dumbest comparison because most of the teams in the Premier League can't beat Manchester United on every, any given weekend. But compare me to a mid-table team in, in France. Compare me to a mid-table team anywhere in Europe, a German mid-table team. Uh, the relegation scrappers in the Premier League, how do our teams compare to them? That's what tells me where American soccer stands. Sure. Not, are all of our teams better than Real Madrid? What a dumb fucking thing to think. Sure. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I think we should go through, but uh, it's it's not the easiest group. All right. Well, that we'll, she, we shall see. We shall. About how that uh, Might happens. take a couple days off work just to catch him. You know, uh, I will be watching those games somewhere, so... Uh, I know you will. Listen to... Uh, check into the Dave's I Know uh, Twitter feed, and uh, you may be running into some Dave's. Let's do it. At, uh, at a place. I love it. To watch uh, soccer. Um, <laughs> all right, there's, so other... There's other, other, there's other United's to cover here. So Dar- Darwin Quintero is apparently eligible for both matches this week. Thank um, God. There are certain players like Mason Toy who's not eligible for any of the matches this week because he is playing with the uh, Colorado Switchbacks. Uh, the uh, Colorado Springs Switchbacks. Carter Manley is back in in the team. Thank God we need um, we needed that. There are literally we couldn't play a four man backline. Yes, there are literally eighteen players I think traveling to DC yeah. this week. We've done worse. And that's it. We've we've, we've that's, sent fewer. And that's it. There are literally eighteen well, players. No, to to be clear, we only ever send eighteen on away games. Even if we had a full contingent, we only ever send eighteen. There's reasons for that, etc. Um, but we don't we don't have a choice. It's just guys who have a pulse. Those are the ones that are going. So, um, I I almost want to get into the who's out, but I think <laughs> we can just go. cover that when we're talking about the actual game. No, no, let's, let's 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 just let's just dive into DC United. Yeah, it's, um, there's too much overlap okay. between the news. So and the I, I was I was literally I was at uh, Blackheart Saint uh, of Saint Paul last night and was like looking at Bavada. Um, they have DC as the favorite uh, money line. DC is minus one seventy. Minnesota is plus four fifty. So if you bet a dollar plus four fifty plus four fifty. So if you bet a hundred dollars. Uh, if Minnesota wins, you win $450. Look, I don't think Minnesota is going to win. I'll tell you that right now. But that line is a steal. Yeah. Because they're basically tied on points per game this yeah. year. DC United is not that much better than A Minnesota. draw is plus 315, by the way. A draw? Yeah. So the over-under is uh, three. And the over-under is minus 135. It's plus 105 for the over Definitely, like, seriously. If you are, if you want, if you are a degenerate gambler, bang the over and bang Minnesota winning this game. It's, you're yeah, gonna win, I, you're I, gonna win some money. Yeah, I don't think they will. But if you played this game a thousand times over the long haul, you'd make a ton of money. There's no way they're losing on that kind of ratio. No. Anyways, so that's that's good news. All right. So so who's, who's good? Let's talk about yeah. DC United. Who's do they I, have any players? That you know, are there's that, there's that Wayne Rooney guy. He's he's a guy, right? The ugly, ugly man. Yeah, he's, Ugly, ugly person. Um, he's also still pretty good. Good yeah, player in MLS. There's still. a Luciano Acosta who, you know, mm-hmm. he's pretty good. Uh, Bill Hamid is uh, 
pretty good. You well, know, I mean, who else do you have? A lot of people don't rate Bill Hamid highly enough um, because he's oh, God, perpetually no, yeah. stuck behind guys on the, the U.S. men's national team. You know, it was always going to be those three guys that are ahead of him forever and ever. He never got the kind of chance I think that he deserved. Bill Hamid is awesome. Um, Steve Birnbaum in de defense, he finally made his big money signing last year, uh, got his first big boy contract, and he deserved it. He's a guy that should be consistently in the men's national team picture, and he's still a pretty young guy. So um, he, he on the defense is somebody I think they got to watch out for more than anybody else. Uh, but you can't say enough about Wayne Rudy. It's not even just numeric stuff. DC United has kind of more or less turned a corner in their performance since he joined the team. He's making everyone around him better. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to convince you. Well, we're talking about who's good. I, here, let me make one last point. I, I realize this game is in DC, but if you're looking for, um, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know, some extra grab here that says, "Wow, they're actually pretty good." They're averaging about 2.2 points per game this year at home. That's a good ratio. That's basically winning most of them. Yes. Good home team. They also played most of their games for the first half of the season on the road. When, yes. And when you're sitting in, sitting in at home for most of the year, you can. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell you all the alchemy behind that number. I get that there's always pictures you can draw alongside the numbers, but I mean that is still a good ratio. It still is not bode positively, probably for Minnesota coming in here. Anyway, yeah, that's fine. Then I'd like the no. numbers. Um, let's go sense. ahead and move on to who's bad. DC United have anybody that's bad? I mean, there's, dude. I don't. I don't know. There's so many people who are bad on DC United. Um, their defense is not. Not great at all. We talked up Steve Birnbaum, but yeah, overall, overall they've got problems in the back four there. I think yeah. uh, you could probably add to the who sucks inventory for DC United their long list of injuries that they have right now. Their big offseason signing was Yamil Assad. Got that dude out of uh, out of uh, Atlanta United. It, people didn't yep. think Atlanta was going to be as good as they were last year this year because they lost Assad. Of course, Assad's been injured forever for DC United, so that's not good. Uh, the sometimes defender, sometimes midfielder, Nick DeLeon, is out. Darren Maddox. Now, Darren Maddox, I think, is a guy that I don't know where to put him on this list here. Um, Darren Maddox had a pretty, I'll call it a pretty good start to the year. He had nine goals in about the first half of the season. He was regularly starting. That's not, you know, that's not Martinez numbers, but that's not bad either. I'd take it. We don't have a striker with that many. Um, now, he gets pushed back into a substitute role. Not only is he a sub, but he's coming on like with five minutes left. It's all just garbage time stuff. And lo and behold, over the last two months plus, he has one goal. He has like nothing to show for it. So the question for me, I think Darren Maddox might get a start this time because of the outages that DC United has. So the yes. question is going to be, yeah. is Darren Maddox going to be getting a start? Is he going to be the dude that scored nine goals at the, the beginning part of the season because he was starting consistently, or is he going to be the dude who's kind of lost some of that momentum because he's usually coming on in garbage time, if at all? I don't have an answer for that, but that that's going to be one to watch. No, that's for sure. Um, and, you know, it's they're, they had to bring back uh, several players from, you know, international duty to yeah. make sure that this team was competent enough to beat Minnesota United. That's not a good sign. Yeah, it says a lot about uh, how this 
team views MLS soccer and how MLS soccer views Minnesota United. So that's always an interesting question to yeah. me. Is like, what do people actually think about? We're in the bubble, you know. We yeah, yeah. So uh, how do how do we play them then? Both teams have a lot of outages. DC United is coming off short rest. Minnesota United is coming off extremely long rest. But we've we're going to be plugging holes with duct tape and bubble gum here. So we, how do I we mean, play? Minnesota United barely has barely has eighteen players. So yeah, it's a good fucking question. I don't I I don't I don't know. I mean, I would assume we roll back the three five two and you know just plug pe- people in. Like Alexi Gomez is not available. Um, there's several other players yeah. who are not available. Uh, it sounds like Darwin Quintero is is available. He'll presumably. have to be. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess three five two with Darwin. But what do you think? So, I, I I guess my thought is this. So, I don't think we have enough players that I trust to field four in the back. So choosing three five two is as much out of like I don't think I can count to four. As it is a strategic move, but sure. but I, I yeah. we had success with three in the back. Let's move to three in the back then. The three in the back would pretty much for me have to be Kalman, Omsberg, um, and then I think. <sighs> let me Man get back. Let me get. Let me Man get back. To, hold on. Let me get back to you on that. Uh, on the, on who plays the other, and I'll I'll tell you why here in a second. So, in the midfield, you start Ibsen. You pretty much have to Colin Warner and Colin Martin. I don't know who else you would start in the the sort of central midfield triumvirate. Now the wing backs is the question then. Ideally, I think what I'd like to see is Miguel Ibarra and um, either Manley or Thiessen playing a wingback role. My thought is this. Okay. I think that Miguel Ibarra could easily play the left wingback style. He roams anyways. He's played plenty on the left side. I think he could be fine there. Thiessen is better getting forward on the right, which is why I'd put him there rather than on the left. So let's put Thiessen out wide on the right in that wingback spot. And then you've still got that last center back spot and I think that that I don't know man what do you what do you you're looking at me like so I guess what do you what do you say I guess it would have to be it it would have to be the leftover players so Miguel certainly is going to be one of the wing backs the other wing back would either be Thiessen or Manley I suppose the other probably right side center back would have to be either Thiessen or Manley whoever was left over I don't know who I like I don't want to put in a woundy really after that, get, name a defender. Are you trying to are seduce you Pangop? That's what, as a, as a, a center back? No. <laughs> no, Pangop doesn't need to see the field. Uh, and then at the very top, obviously, you've got Rodriguez and Quintero, assuming Quintero's up for it. So I think I think that's that's what the roster has to be. I, I don't see any uh, – you're even still playing guys at least slightly out of position doing that, and I hate to do that. But I can't think of a formation where everybody's playing their preferred position here. I mean, I don't know if you saw the 18 that is going to DC. It's not. It's not great. No, it's not great, Bob. No, not great. So, anyway, all right. Mark my word. I, I know it's hard to listen to those. It's better to see it in a picture. Uh, I might put out a picture or something on the internet or something tomorrow, yeah. so people can look at it and be like, "Oh, that's what he fucking meant." But please, please, I think yeah. that's what it's got to be. Please don't. Tombstone? Oh, please don't! At least yeah, a no, tombstone. No, you're, yeah, it's 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 really bad. Okay, okay. All right. So, uh, how do you how do you think we how do you think we fare? I've got United three and United one. All right. This I've, is what this is what Don Garber warned against. 
the utter confusion. I, I honestly, DC will tromp all over us, even everything else considered. DC wins this one three. Minnesota gets one squeaker in there. I got two nothing. To whom? To DC, of course. <laughs> I know. You're, Why? Oh, well, you're saying to bet. Yeah. The, you're saying to bet the over there. No, I don't DC, know. DC two. Oh, okay, uh, you know. I, I mean, I think you should probably bang the over, but. But that's more of a long-term prospect. So, like, you think they're undervalued even though they're losers. Yeah. 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 Betting one-on-one. So. All right. So, I feel like I want to cleanse my palate after that because that is – this is not going to be a good game. This is not going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> no. But Real Salt Lake could be a lot of fun. Real Salt Lake is a much be. more interesting team to play against. Yes. And we're going to have a lot more people at our disposal. So, let's talk about Real Salt Lake then. That's going to come up on Saturday. Uh, who's good on Real Salt Lake? Um, again, a lot of people. Uh, we we miss our our friend Mike Pecky. Mike Pecky. I love Mike. I I love Mike Pecky. He's 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 amazing. He really is a great. I mean, Nick Romando, um, Kyle Beckerman. Of course, those guys are, you know, uh, U.S. men national team stalwarts. Uh, I've actually got those guys under. Uh, under uh, what do you call um, who sucks? Old dudes who are washed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just talking about the you know RSL generally. Um, so you know, at, as of as of right now, uh, Bavada has uh, RSL as a favorite for this game. Um, the spread. So weirdly enough, the spread for RSL or sorry, DC United in Minnesota is is DC winning by one and a half goals. One goal. Sorry. Um, they have RSL beating Minnesota by one and a half goals. So they definitely think that RSL is may, way, way, way better than uh, the DC United. So. Yeah, and the money line for Minnesota. Against RSL is uh, minus two fifty. So if you think Minnesota's gonna win this game, which I, I kind of actually have a feeling Minnesota's gonna win this game, I would you know bang some uh, money on Minnesota. Um, who do you? Who's good on RSL? Well, so I, I already mentioned the names that I think suck that I wouldn't throw on there. Um, Joe Plata is back in form. Joe Plata has been my guy for five years now, and he's been a fantasy dude for me. Now he makes DP money, so he better fucking be good. Uh, Albert Rusnak is another DP in the attacking role. He's found some consistency down the stretch. That's something you have to remember about Real Salt Lake is they haven't been like elite or anything all year. They've for for the longest time they were a sort of like bubble team. Can they? Can't they? Are they going to be able to like? fucking turn it around stuff like that and then they really have over the last couple of months they've really russell's been good against minnesota too <laughs> that is true that is true uh and and as a whole they've really turned it around i'm gonna throw out here demir kralik um he's a midfield uh, well, I, sh- I should say he's he had been a midfielder they move him into a striker role and in the last two games with him playing a, in a kind of a striker role they've scored 12 goals in two games with this dude having changed positions. And it's not all just because he's banging in goals. It's just because uh, I think everybody compliments each other a little bit better with that formation. So that's 12 goals in two games is insane. Um, Jefferson Savarino, I don't, you know, they didn't bring the guy in to provide assists, I don't think. I think they brought him in to score some goals, but he leads the team in assists. And um, I don't know, this is, this is a really well-rounded attack, at least. 
So I, I, which is not good for a team that has a defense as opportune as ours. So, who uh, who's on the shitty end of this one? Uh, I mean, other than uh, other than Nick Romando and uh, Kyle. Yeah, Beckerman. I mean, you said, you said Kyle Beckerman and Nick Romando. Um, it's they they are a team that concedes goals. That is, you know, what we can say about them. Um, uh, and you know, that's not all in Nick Romando. That is a lot of on their on their defense as well. So. Um, and you know we talk about how the midfield <laughs> runs the your, uh, defense starts in the midfield. So Kyle Beckman has been sort of there. Uh, he's probably retiring, I would assume, at the end of the year, right? Or I don't. Has he said something? I don't know. That I don't he know, said something, man. But <laughs> he's he's played for a long time. Like it, it would never surprise me if it came up. But yeah. So I don't know. It's it's. They are a team that concedes a lot of goals. They score a lot of goals, which is great. Uh, and, you know, you, you mentioned Riznaik Plata um, in terms of, like, their goal scorers. They also concede a lot of goals. Well, can I say that? So, uh, even if you go to their website, they've got Brooks Lennon listed as a defender. Well, I he's think, not a defender. I think you're not playing Brooks Lennon. The, the, so, here's the thing. They have found a way to make the attack work. They've yeah. got the right guys in the attack. It's clicking now, and it would be absolutely stupid to play with it if it's working that well. That said, it's unfortunate for Brooks Lennon, who is a dude with a ton of potential and still really talented, to be playing, I think, definitely out of position. Yeah. So he's not going to grow the way that he needs to grow. Uh, he's a wing back at best, certainly not a defender. But anyways, I've got Sebastian Saucedo as well. Dude has taken as many shots as only, you know, there's only a few guys on this roster have taken as many shots as he has, but he scored twice. So uh, he's he's just not a finisher. He uh, I, I think that fits him in the sucks category. I don't know if I'd call Brooks Lennon in the sucks category, but they're, they're misusing him. Um, I don't know. That to me says um, – Aim it down the gut for me that we know we're going to take some pressure. We're going to be on the road. But if we can counterattack and keep the counterattack narrow, um, I think that we can, we can, I don't know. They've got, they've got an opportune enough defense. I think we can do that. But uh, it's going to have to come with us leaning on the back foot a little bit because that attack is going to keep us under pressure a lot. All right. Um, so what do you got for uh, score? Well, I've got uh, this is upset pick of the week. I got Minnesota three and Real Salt Lake two. All right, I, I, I've the, literally the exact opposite three two RSL. Well, that's fair enough. I honestly, I, I think what the way they should play them is with as close a lineup to those heydays of that great home stretch that we had as they can. So a three man backline with Calvo, Coleman, and Boxall. Teeson on the wing. We haven't really settled that left wing back spot, sure, you know, yeah. really. But I, I'd put Teeson in there if he's healthy. Or excuse me, Teeson on the right, Miguel on the left, kind of yeah. like I'd mentioned earlier. Ibsen, Schuler, Warner in the midfield. Warner is the closest thing we found to a steady defensive midfield presence. Rodriguez and Quintero up top. Rodriguez isn't that Christian yet, but that's as close to that heyday lineup as we can no, get. No, that, that seems – I mean, I, I really hope that we see that sort of lineup. Um on you know tomorrow uh, or today, and, Assum- then, and then again assuming on, they're on, available, Saturday, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, so yeah, Cabo is probably not gonna be able tomorrow. Well, no, he here, certainly can't go tomorrow. But the problem is that Cabo will probably also not be available on Saturday because of the suspension. That what do you mean? 
Oh, I get what you're saying. So he's he's out for international tomorrow, and the suspension, therefore, would Theori- technically take place Saturday. I think he is technically available tomorrow. I don't know. I have no idea. Anyways. Um, That's an interesting way to think about it. I hadn't yeah. thought about it that way. Yeah. So. so, like, when is he serving his suspension, and when is he on sort of mandatory international? I can tell you that the league's website does not list him out for international duty for the D.C. United game. That would suggest go. that he's serving a suspension against DC United. There you go. But they've been wrong before. It's not like Wait, I, I, I don't the, consider them the, the league, league office. Has been uh, has been wrong. Well, before? that's my point. I I don't consider the MLSsoccer.com site to be the league, quote unquote. They're a mouthpiece for the league, but it's not like they've got inside info. Usually, really, they're saying some of the same shit we think. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, all right. Let's move move along. Um, DC United versus Minnesota United FC. Uh, what do you got for uh, scores there? The, uh, three, three to one. The uh, unfortunately, the DC United is going to win that one. They had to get. He said two one. He know. said two to nothing. Two nothing. All right. Two yeah. to nothing. Two nothing. I don't think missing any scores. Sorry. Um, Rapids versus Atlanta United. Uh, I have a four one. United, Atlanta United. Win. I'll, I'll say two to one Atlanta United just because they're playing in Colorado. Uh, Union two Montreal Impact. Did you one. see the Union's new uh, mascot? It's fucking terrible. It's like a snake with arms or something. Yeah, snake with arms and a, and a, a mohawk. A, a mohawk and all other things. Yes. I, I'm not against mascots the same way. Some people are real pricks about mascots. You can't. How dare you? Like people are dumb. But they make so many bad ones. It's unbelievable to me. Anyways, um, you didn't ask me that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this one to the Union. I, I hate the impact. <laughs> I think they overall suck. Uh, I think the Union's a team on the mend over the course of the season. Uh, I'm going to give it to them, 2-1. to one. All right. Toronto FC versus LA Galaxy. Uh, so here, here's the thing. Like, I argued very, like, very hard that Toronto was going to make the playoffs. And you argue very much against that. And you are you end up probably being right here. Uh but LA Galaxy also, like, what the fuck happened to LA Galaxy? <sighs> the, if you would have, t- this is a circle it on your calendar game. If this the the um, schedule is coming out at the beginning of the season, Toronto FC and LA Galaxy down the stretch. Holy hot shit, that's a good game. This is gonna suck. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to give it to the Galaxy even on the road, just because I think that they've got the better uh, the better performing pieces right now. Like Zlatan is still killing, even though the team as a whole sucks. They did just fire their coach though. So. Uh, he quit. They fired their coach. It was, it was a situation where they said, <laughs> "Do you, would you like to leave or would you like to be fired?" And then he, yes, yeah, yeah. no, this is not going well. I'm, I absolutely not going well. Uh, but hey, Dom Kinnear stepping in, trying to uh, bubble gum the holes there. Uh, three to one, Galaxy over Toronto. All right, I got a two-two draw, but I don't like Dom Kinnear. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there right now. You know now. what? I, I I'm not. There are people who who love Dom Kinnear, and they're like, well, God bless super him. like, oh, U.S. Men's National Team coach, any of any coaching position, Dom Kinnear, Dom Kinnear. I'm like, you know what? Uh, I like, me jerking off probably is a better. Uh, Coaching option than Just jerk off all of Don Kinnear's yeah. fucking so. face. <laughs> all right, FC Dallas versus Columbus Crew uh, in uh, in uh, Frisco. Yeah, so as you know, uh, I love the crew, but also Dallas is really good. This somehow secretly became the game of the week, uh, but because it's in San Francisco, not San Francisco, uh, Frisco, 
Not San Francisco. San Fran. I don't know Francisco. where da- I don't know where Dallas is. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say two to one uh, Dallas over the crew. Cool, that's what I got you. So, anyways, uh, right, uh, Houston Dynamo hosting Portland Timbers. God, the Portland Timbers hit a wall they are, here. They're they're really bad right now. Dynamo at home, it's never a bad bet. Dynamo yeah. two, Portland zero. Uh, I got uh, two one to uh, Dynamo. Just picking all the same fucking teams. Yep. I've already said I think Minnesota United has an upset here over Real Salt there Lake. You go. Three I, to two. I, and I do not think that. I think it's three one. Yeah. Well, you prick. So. The reason I said uh, that is because when when Bruce McGuire sent out his big let's play a game, how many points does Minnesota United get on our seven game stretch on the road? I guessed four, and this was coming off of that big homestand where we were just dominating people, and so everybody else is out there like 10, 12, who fuck it, you know? and I'm just like, hey, guys, let's all put it back in our pants here, four. If if my picks come out the way that I think they're going to come out, I will have been exactly correct. So I have to choose a win here. I have right. to. You have to, you have to get it. Nobody right. said one in his little game of the like 100 people that replied. Nobody said one point on the road. That's where we're headed if we lose both these games. <laughs> All right, uh, Vancouver versus Seattle. What do you got? Yeah, so Seattle. This is all of a Cascadia Cup match. Yeah, I know. This nut cup. Uh, Seattle all of a sudden is, like, unbeatable. Seattle was the team from last year's MLS Cup playoffs that I said, there's no way in hell they're making the playoffs. You told me this multiple times, and I told you, Seattle's making the playoffs. I was wrong about that one. Yeah. They dug a d- – so they've done this They've done this now each of the last three seasons. The previous two, they dug themselves a deep hole – and then they managed to dig out of it and make it to the MLS Cup. This year, they dug an even deeper hole. Somehow even deeper than those previous two years. And they're still fucking doing it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that means i got to go with Sounders 2 and Whitecaps none. Uh, I think, actually, I think 1-1 uh, draw. They got all, but they I, got, I still, I mean, honestly, like, I think the Sounders are probably making uh, MLS Cup final. Why the fuck not? I don't know. Toronto, uh, though, may not. No. Dude, dude, Toronto is not making... Toronto's not making the playoffs. No. Uh, LAFC versus New England Revolution. I have LAFC winning 3-0. to zero, so. I... Uh, yeah, New England's offense is better than that. I'll, I'll give you LAFC 4, New England 2. Okay. Uh, San Jose visits... Sport, or, uh, sorry. Sporting Kansas City visits San Jose... Uh, I have San, uh, Sporting Kansas City winning 2 nothing. I've got a 2-2 draw. My kids learned what earthquakes are, and now they're fucking terrified of earthquakes. Like, it's just going to happen all the time. Your kids know that, like, the, literally an earthquake cannot happen in Minnesota, right? You can't tell a four-year-old that. No, you you, well, you, well, you li- see, no, the way the li- plate tectonics you work. Can. That, you literally can. Yeah, no, you literally can. Yes, of course, you can say those words out loud, but that's not how four-year-olds work. Okay? Okay. Okay. You can yell that at your baby all you want. The baby's not going to get it or give a shit. Fair. Fair enough. Anyways. Right. DC United versus uh, New York Red Bulls. Yeah, in, Re- in Red Bulls DC. 18, DC United 1. All right, I got Red Bulls uh, 4, DC United 0. Excellent. Right. A little bit more <laughs> pessimistic than I am. Chicago Fire hosts Orlando City SC in the uh, terrible, terrible fan derby. We got? Not, not only is there, are these terrible fan bases, but this is the worst game of this fucking week. Oh, it's, uh, it's so bad. It's, it's so, so bad. bad. Um, I guess I'm going to give the fire the edge at home 2-1. to one. I'm going to say a 0-0 zero, zero draw because fuck both these teams. After this season, there's going to be some uh, 
you know, on the, on the ceiling, near the ceiling, on the wall carved in the wood, there's just going to be a lone phrase that says, Bastion was here. And that's where gonna, they're going to find him fucking swinging from the ceiling. Why did I come to America? Why am I playing in Chicago? Sure. The goggles that do nothing. That's my impression of uh, Bastion Schweinsteiger. He just sounds like McBain. And all he, all he says is the goggles that do nothing. That's the only phrase he knows in English. Zeller is not interested in my shit tonight at all. I'm not really. That's no. fine. Do we have do we have any Twitter questions? We, we really have, put a we big have call some on? questions. We yes. do have some questions. Um, I'm here right. to answer them. So, so Rodrigo asks uh, RSC spoken word on Twitter. Why does the U.S. men's national team hate MNUFC? Why do they hate MNUFC? Do they hate them? Well, I think the 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 the, the prevailing theory is that they gave Paul Ariola back to, you know. DC. Oh, that okay. And, and so, so I have, I have a thought. I have, I have a I have a very yeah interesting thought. Tell you, I haven't followed this at all. So you yeah. go for it. So the U.S. men's national team actually likes uh, Minnesota United FC, and they are actively working to uh, unseat Adrian Heath. Uh, by oh. by allowing players back to make Adrian Heath be a terrible, a more terrible coach than he already is. He's all he's okay. already a terrible coach. Let's like let's not, you know, we're not gonna fuck around there. He's already a terrible coach. They're like just just like really like like hammering it home that he's already a terrible coach. So. My theory is that he is that the, the U.S. men's national team is is um, just really doing their part because they want Miguel Ibarra to be a national yeah. team player, but they can't, in good faith, do that while he is being misused by Adrian Heath. So they are they are actively trying to uh, yeah. make. Miguel Ibarra, a better U.S. men's national team player, by actively being a dick to Adrian Heath. Yeah, this is some serious infocom.biz type <laughs> fucking conspiracy so, theory stuff. I but know. I love it. Sure, why not? Yeah. Okay. So you look really happy with yourself I'm, on a, that uh, thought I, process. I, what's I, the, so, so I I don't know is my answer. I am very what's happy. your uh, What's your next question? I'm very happy about that one. Uh, all right. Um, Does Candace Bergen always look old? Look at Candace Bergen back in the 90s. She looks fucking old. <laughs> I thought she used to look young. All right. Um, so It's like Wilford Brimley came out old, you know? Maybe Candace Bergen did too. Well, do we have other questions? Yes. Yes, we do. I got Murphy <laughs> Brown on the television here. Why? What? Oh, Murphy oh, Brown's oh. on TV. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. Um, so... Robert asks, "How close to alcohol poisoning do does one have to get to make watching Adrian Heath uh, coach I tolerable?" Look, so, so how close? Who, who asked that? That was Robert. Robert the Red. Yeah, look, I I'm on I'm on the Heath out train right now. That's where I'm at. But like, people are, people just ball their frustrations into just these. Um, 
these little avatars of that frustration. There's so many... Like, look, I think people get on an intellectual level that uh, a guy like Manny Lagos and Amos McGee are as responsible for how this team is shaped right now as Adrian Heal. I think if you tell people that, they're like, yeah, I agree with that. But nobody gives a shit. Nobody talks about it. Nobody has the same visceral frustration. I, and again, qualifying that, I'm on the Heath out train right now. I don't think he's the right guy to make the steps moving forward. But there's so many moving parts to this about why we're bad. And Heath has done, in relative isolation, but he's done several good things. He's gotten more out of some players I hadn't expected him to. There have been a few key games where he's gotten the tactics exactly right. I just don't get the sort of, like, why can't we have a voodoo doll and make him feel more physical pain mindset. It's just, it's childish and it's lazy to me. What's your, uh, how much alcohol poisoning? Uh, I mean, barely death. To, barely death or like almost barely death. death? Like barely death. Like, like you just, died, but yeah. you maybe came back? Maybe come back, yeah. You were shaking hands with the people in the white robes, but then you got sucked back down the tunnel and... Is that is that how you envision death? Like, I don't know. Because like, I will go to heaven? Yes. I just, I just figure, like... I would just, you know, melt into the world. No, because because I don't smoke marijuana, I will go to heaven and I will gr be greeted by people in white robe. I'll get my own white robe that day, but I'll be sucked back to watch Adrian <laughs> Heath coach. That's, I mean, that's not fair, but whatever. Hey. Um, uh, so, MNUFC are... Oh, I thought you were going to say we had a question no, from MNUFC. We, we have more questions. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say we had one from the team. We have team. more questions. MNUFC average two per game, two goals against per game. If uh, Look, people, Minnesota if you're going to ask us questions, they have to make sense. <laughs> I don't even know what this question is. Do you want is. me to take a crack at it here? Sure. Why not? That one right there. Okay. MNUFC are average two GA per game. Goals allowed, it must be. Yeah. If MN give up an average of 2.26 goals per game over the last eight, we break our current MLS record. Will it happen? Okay. Also, same question about points. Do we finish ahead of last year's total? So basically saying if we allow 2.26 goals per ever? average. I don't, I don't see us allowing that rate of goals over the end here um, because we've actually, and it's not by a large margin, but we're a better defense now than we were earlier in the year. New formation. I think a couple of players have, have stepped up. Boxall's had a, a really solid-ish year, all things considered. Um, I don't think we're going to allow that pace, so no. As for points, I have no idea what to expect. Uh, I, as I've said, I think, we've got, I think we're going to win one and lose one in the games coming up. After that, it's all going to depend on health and stuff like that. We've got, you know, a few games at home still. I think that those are always winnable points for us, but for some reason, road games are just impossible to us. So I think I, I still see us having two road wins in us for the rest of the year. Two road wins. Really? Yep. One's against RSL are and one's one's another one. I, I don't know. Oh. Two road wins still in the man. still in the can. That's a that's a that's a that's a. As bold a prediction as I've made all it's year, bold, probably, yeah. It's a bold-ass fucking prediction. Oh, my God. Right. Did we have any other questions? Uh, no, that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So what are you going to name your uh, What are you gonna name your kid? Uh, I don't know. Um, Can you Luis? just tell us and then we'll... Reese? Suarez, maybe? You're going to name your kid Suarez? You know, it really depends on what my, uh, my wife's willing to do, so... You should I just name it Braylon. Why? 
It's just a, it's a popular, uh, uh, you know, like millennial style fucking name. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, give my kid. Put, ma- spell it Braylon with three Ys, here, and I'll leave it up so to you to figure out where the Ys go. Here's the thing, like, I'm trying to, like, uh, trying to make sure that my kid has uh, as much um, of me in it as possible. Oh, God. And so. Yeah, do that. You know, baseball, soccer, hockey. Swearing. Swearing. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that has nothing to do with the name. Yeah, no. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. At all. So uh, head over to TDIKMN on Twitter and uh, let's go ahead and tell what should David Zeller's (laughs) child be named. (laughs) Please. Boy boy names, girl names, gender neutral names. Names that aren't anything. Gender neutral names are are the best. Uh, We're... Bill is a, is a is a popular name right now in the in the uh, Zeller, Bill is a popular Zeller Bill has been a popular house. name for thousands of years. Yeah. You know what? Um, hey, fuck you, Bill the uh, Conqueror. Ten sixty six. You know who who the greatest manager of all time is? Is Bill Shankly? Uh, and so fuck you. Um, <laughs> all right, hit us up at davesandomn dot Email us at thedavesandomn at gmail it's always a game uh, of whether the uh, definite article is in there or not. Yeah, for sure. Uh, at TDIKM, you can find always find David at reg- at regular David. Yeah, because he's a dick, and yep. you can find always find me at Texas Zeller. Uh, yeah, so hit us up. Let me know about uh, uh, names for kids. That's that how it's going. That's how it's going to be Bill. chosen. That's not. No, this is how it's going to be chosen. The most votes. Represented by yes, likes. Yeah, like if you pitch a name, people give it likes. We will, the most we liked and retweeted yes. is going to be what he ends up naming his child yes, or I, children. Yes. Hey, what if you got a bunch of little I, children cooking in there? Sure, fine. Twins are the best, man. Please suggest names and then uh, and you know, hashtag TDIKMN. Right. That let's do sense. it. Uh, hey, do it. this is a great podcast. I can't wait for us to have a game to talk about next week. Uh, we almost said live from New York. That's not That's not us. Uh, we are the Daves You Know. This has been the Daves I Know. Thanks for listening. Land here become fecund. Yeah, uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son. Through the act we attract two, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be we, done. Uh, we, we do our thing, son. Y'all can't nothing at all. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. Nah, yo, I can't do nothing at all. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all.